You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. What we are doing in today's mini show is previewing week four in the NBA, looking at the schedule, looking at stream options for head-to-head daily changes leagues, looking at weekly options for weekly changes leagues, all that stuff, guys, that you need to pick up injuries to look out for Michael Bolton. Let's get to it. To it. Let's get to it indeed. Let's start off by having a look at how this week shapes out. And it's one of those weird weeks where every day is a quality game. We've got six games Monday, eight games Tuesday, seven Wednesday, six Thursday, eight Friday, eight Saturday, and six Sunday, meaning pretty much if you go look at your roster, you'll see that this is the case in majority of situations, that every day this week, you won't have a situation where you have to decide who to sit or who to start in a daily changes league, meaning that you don't have those, uh, let's look at where the quality games are, because every day is a quality game day. If you are new and you don't know what a quality game is, a quality game is a game that is played on a low-volume day in the NBA, meaning if you add that player off wa- a waiver wire who plays on a quality game day, you will be able to put them in your active lineup. If it's an 11-game day in the NBA, anyone you add off waivers probably isn't going to fit into your best roster, so you're adding them to just cool their ass on the bench. This week, everyone you add, you're going to be able to play them pretty much every day. And if you've got a weekly acquisition limit, like four ads per week, five ads per week, three ads per week, whatever, it is, you have to be able to maximize the games played you get out of those ads. So adding players and then getting them on a back-to-back is really going to be key. There's no pseudo back-to-backs this week. It's about getting those multiple games played over the course of the week. So let's look at where the back-to-backs lie. There are quite a few of them. For this coming week, on Monday, Tuesday, we've got two teams who have that back-to-back, the Utah Jazz and the Detroit Pistons. Now, Blake Griffin, he is going to be returning on Monday for the Pistons. I would be highly, 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 highly shocked if he played in both of those games on Monday, Tuesday. But you do, of course, have to look for Blake. But that could give an option for uh, the Tuesday with other players like... um, yeah, Markeith Morris in deeper leagues. Blake, I imagine, is not coming in and playing 34 of uh, running on the ground here. So I'd imagine that you get decent enough minutes in a 14 or 16 team league for Markeith through that back-to-back. Of course, guys like the Duck, Luke Kennard, are absolutely in play. He should be rostered in all leagues as it is. But uh, especially for the beginning of this week where Blake is still going to be limited and there is that uh, back-to-back for Detroit, which is really going to be... Uh, get, going to be a key factor in getting those games up. Uh, as for Griffin, look, I, I think that in general, I am loath to activate a guy first game back off injured reserve, and I'd probably do the same thing with Griffin. We also don't know the status of Derek Rose and Tim Frazier at this point for Detroit. I would think that with Rose dealing with his hamstring injury, even if he's ready to go, he won't play in both of these back-to-backs. I would imagine he sits Monday, and if he's ready to go, he plays Tuesday. That would be my guess on Derek Rose. Um, I probably should go through and tell you who plays what games. Uh, actually, let's do that before we get into the rest of the schedule. So there are three teams that play two games this week. The Milwaukee... You know what? My schedule's all over the place. Let's get to that later. Let's continue with the daily streaming stuff because that's more relevant for weekly leagues. Um, all right, so you've got the Pistons playing uh, that back-to-back to begin. 
to begin the week. Uh, and then you've got the Utah Jazz also playing that back-to-back to begin the week. Interestingly, both Utah and Detroit play just three games this week. They have two games at the beginning of the week and then one over the next five days for both of them. So those streaming options you add, there's zero point in holding onto them outside of someone like Canard, who's a must-roster player. But if you add, say, the Shark... Baby Shark... Bruce Brown, you might add Joe Ingles. You might look in a deep league at Tony Bradley for Utah. You might look at Jeff Green, perhaps, in that situation. My name is Jeff. Um, and then you drop them because they play one more game for the rest of the week. One game in five days isn't enough to justify holding on to them in that situation. On Tuesday, Wednesday, we've got a larger selection. The Lakers, the Sixers, and the Trailblazers all have a back-to-back there. So the Lakers, uh, they're probably going to be having Rajon Rondo back in action. He looks like he'll return on Sunday, but you can stream players in there. Danny Green, Kyle Kuzma, Avery Bradley, Rondo himself as a stream option there for the Lakers on that back-to-back. Um, uh, that's that's one of those options that you should be, uh, should be paying attention to. Um, who else have we got? Portland. Uh, yeah, well, they're all a mess at the moment, obviously, with injuries. But Anthony Simons is a great back-to-back stream there. Mario Hazonia is an option. Uh, Scalabissi is injured, so there could be some weird uh, minutes coming for Anthony Tolliver or maybe even in a very like 20-team league uh, situation. And Moses Brown getting some backup minutes behind Hassan Whiteside. Rodney Hood also injured. Co Kent Bazemore has that value. Uh, with the Philadelphia 76ers, we don't know what Embiid's going to do in that spot, but someone like Furkan Korkmaz can have some value. Hull Neto with Ben Simmons out is another guy that we can look to stream. The Wednesday-Thursday back-to-back situation, it's only the Clippers, so we're probably not going to get Kawhi Leonard play in one of those ones. Paul George is also likely to return this week, and I imagine he sits out one of those games also. So you're going to have those uh, guys who look like they might have four games on the surface play three games this week, but that boosts the value of Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell, not that they aren't rostered already. Zubats tends to play better when Kawhi is playing versus when he's not, so that's something to pay attention to. Jermichael Green could be a streamer. Mo Harkless could be an option. Uh, Landry Shamit could be an option. Patrick Beverly, if he was dropped on that Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back. We don't have any Thursday, Friday back-to-back combinations. So we look to Friday, Saturday, where there's a lot. Minnesota, Houston, San Antonio, Charlotte, and Indiana all have back-to-backs on that Friday, Saturday combination. And then to end the week, there are two teams with a back-to-back. The Pelicans, whose rotation is impossible to figure out. They change it like it. It's like the Knicks. They're changing it every day. There's 13 men used in the roster. Josh Hart goes from 30 minutes to 15 minutes. Alexander Walker's up and down. Lonzo Ball is actually injured at the moment. We don't know if we'll be back at the end of the week. But there's going to be some level of streaming option for those Pelicans. Whether it's reliable or not, the answer to that is probably no. And then you've got the Atlanta Hawks with a back-to-back. So you're looking at Fanta Pants, Kevin Herter, who I believe is a 12-team guy anyway. Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, Bruno Fernando could be a bit of a sleeper pick uh, at that part of the uh, at that part of the week. DeAndre Hunter, I'm not sure if I mentioned him already, but that is how we're looking at the back-to-backs. It is going to be important to try and maximize your games played. So if you start with adding a Detroit player on that Monday-Tuesday situation after the Tuesday game is done, you can go in and add a Lakers guy for Tuesday-Wednesday. You can add a Clippers player for Wednesday-Thursday. Then you don't have a back-to-back, and then you can add any one of those group for the Friday-Saturday, and then look to add a Pelicans or Hawks guy at the end, depending on how your team looks, what you need. And when you get towards the end of the week, make sure you're being extra careful about streaming in for the stats that you need to win that individual matchup. Now, in terms of weekly leagues, 
and the games that people play. There are three teams that play two games. The Milwaukee Bucks, the Thunder, and the Suns all have two games each. Now, players like Yanni Antetokounmpo, he's still a, a must-start in a weekly locker league. Devin Booker, similarly. But players like the Italian cock, Danilo Gallinari. Hands off my cock! Chris Paul, Ravishing Rick Rubio, Kelly Oubre, Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, Eric Bledsoe, Shea Gildas-Alexander, Aaron Baines, with only two games for those guys, I'm not sure that they are must-start players in weekly leagues. I, I just don't think that they will be. I don't think that they're going to be top 100 total value guys and not even top 120 total value guys for this coming week. So all those peripheral guys, and there's quite a few impact fantasy players there, they may not be in your best weekly lineup. There are a majority of teams play three games this week. The ones that play four, the Celtics, the Clippers, the Wolves, the Pelicans, Lakers, Rockets, Spurs, Sixers, Grizzlies, Hawks, and Warriors. They all have four games this week. The Hawks, all four of their games on the road. The Wizards and Brooklyn Nets also play three games, and all three of their games are on the road. Whereas there's only one team that has all games at home, and that is the Orlando Magic. The Boston Celtics have the easiest schedule this week, taking on the Mavericks, the Wizards, the Warriors, and the Kings. So some great opportunities for big numbers for those players. Uh, the Clippers also with a, with a nice schedule. Rockets, Pelicans, Hawks, and Raptors being the only above-average defense in that quartet of teams. Now, when we're looking at weekly changes leagues, what we like to look at here is, is which guys maybe uh, that you wouldn't consider starting options. Who are they and who could we look to start with their games played? Well, someone like Daniel House is a great starting option. Danny Green for the Lakers is a pretty strong starting option. I'd even consider like Josh the Hitman Hart for the Pelicans as a starting option for this coming week. Uh, Patrick Beverly, Jalen Brown, who's not always in your best 10 or 11 players with those four games and the really strong schedule that they've got, he's in play here. For the Hawks, Kevin Herter, Jabari Parker, we know that he is a must-add player with John Collins out. He's a must-start guy this week. Hal Neto yeah, in play there for the Sixers, but we don't know when Simmons is returning, so you might get two good games out of him in a weekly lock league and two absolute stinkers. So it's hard to consider him as a must-lock-in guy. Someone else that I've been relatively down on, maybe you know, it's JaVale McGee or Kyle Kuzma that actually with four games could be useful this week. Uh, over some of these other players who you, you know, someone like a um, let's look down the list, um, uh, like a Thomas Satoransky perhaps, or a uh, or TJ Warren maybe. Maybe you get more value out of four games of Kyle Kuzma versus three games of TJ Warren. Seems unlikely considering how shit Kuzma's been, but it is something to at least pay attention to. So if we look at other options in the uh, in the guys that we can maybe add off the waiver wire who could actually find themselves into your best. Uh, your best 10-man lineup for a standard 12-team league. PJ Tucker's available in a lot of formats. He's someone we look at. Of course, Jabari Parker's a must-roster guy. I can't stress this enough. He has to be added in all formats. Danny House, available in over 50% of Yahoo League. So he's available. You can go and grab him, and he's a start guy for this week. Um, you're looking at Josh the Hitman Hart. Rudy Gay has four games with the Spurs. Well, allegedly, he might rest games. Maybe maximum Derek White could be an option. Maximum Derek. He probably isn't, but he is at least someone to consider. JaVale McGee uh, is in play there. Alec Burks with four games for the Warriors, who's been putting up some really strong numbers. He's someone to look at. Chris Boucher of the Raptors with Serge Barker out indefinitely without ankle sprain. Uh, Norman Powell, another guy for the Raptors who's going to take on a lot of Kyle Lowry's load. Uh, he's another guy that we, we look to, to start to lock in there. Players who maybe are struggling a little bit, Kendrick Nunn, I think he's still worth at least a look with three games this week, but it's not as strong as it has been in the past. 
Let's look at some other uh, free agent options to add for this week who uh, I think are going to get some sm- small temporary boosts. Powell and Boucher uh, are two of the biggest names out there with the injuries to Lowry and Abaka, the suspension of um, uh, that bloke that I can't remember his name. John Collins, of course, gives Jabari Parker that boost there as well. Rashawn Holmes is still floating around on plenty of waiver wise. He's going to have value. Aaron Baines and Torian Prince, their value still remains up. OG Ananobi is a guy that has, uh, should be rostered in, in pretty much all formats. Luke Kennard, similarly. Isaiah Thomas is floating around on waiver wise. Um, Maxi Kleber, I think there is a chance for him to have some value this week, even though there is three games. I mentioned Norm Paolo already. Kelly Olynyk is a guy that's creeping up. He's taking these minutes off Myers Leonard and is significantly outperforming him. So he is another name that you can consider as someone to uh, someone to take a look at for this upcoming week. Bobby Portis with Mitchell Robinson dealing with the concussion symptoms. Deeper League's Taj Gibson could have some short-term value as well for this Knicks team. Uh, Frank Nilakina, forgot, I can't believe I forgot to mention him. Really, really strong stuff the last two games from Frank. His defensive stats are through the roof. Whether they can stick, I don't know. I've always believed that Frank can be a really good defensive player. Um, whether he could be a good fantasy player was you know, doubtful. He's been great the last two games. He's worth at least taking a look at because he's got. I think he's got more of a chance of being a long-term option than, say, someone like Norm Powell, who's going to have this short-term value while Lowry's out. But Frank could be the best point guard there out of him and Smith and Payton very easily. Whether Fisdale believes that or not is not my call. I don't, I don't make that decision. He should, and he should be the guy they're developing. But it's been an encouraging start for Frank Nilakina in these last couple of games that he has started. I think the Archers run, Kai Bowman, is over, so he can be dropped if you added him in any of those formats while Mario Hazonia uh, yeah, still tending to struggle. All right, that does it for my week four preview for the NBA. Tomorrow, I'll be back with a waiver wire show and the standard recap show looking at Sunday's action and previewing Monday's game. Subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you know, Spotify, Stitcher, all of those great places, and on YouTube as well. Give me a thumbs up. Leave a comment, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.